Welcome to the program, sir. How are you today? Good, how are you? I am fine, thank you. I appreciate your time uh, at uh, MacGyver News Service. You'll read the story. They call it the wealth tax, but Wisconsin's alternative minimum tax is ensnaring more middle-income earners. Let's start there. Let's start with the basic idea, because not everybody knows what the AMT is, or what I like to call, Dale, I like to call it the the uh, ATM for for the government. It's just taking and seizing more cash from folks in an alternate universe of income tax. What is the AMT? Who is it really impacting? Well, first of all, I want to say your article was uh, very good on this issue to the point where I think you should get a CPA. I think your article was so good <laughs> they should say Kittle certified public accountant. So thank you for your in-depth coverage of the AMT, which is not a uh, fun topic to cover, but can I be in the CPA caucus then, Dale? Is it, can you're I? You're in, man. All right, you're fair in. enough. Fair yeah. enough. And I would say everyone wants to hang out with the CPA caucus until it's Saturday night. Then they then they're all gone. But Monday morning they want to hang out with us. There you go. Absolutely. <laughs> but, yeah. So you call it the ATM tax. I call it the politicians don't know what they created, so they created another income tax tax. Mm-hmm. And so there's as we all know, states out there with no income tax. They don't have any income taxes. And then there are six states that have two income taxes, and Wisconsin's one of those six states. And the reason I say we have two income taxes is because we have a regular tax code, income tax code, and then we have this alternative minimum tax. And so essentially people think of it as a tax to grab the wealthy, but it's not the way it works. Mm-hmm. It's not the very wealthy or in this AMT, it's really targeted to middle-class taxpayers. And they find themselves, it's a very, very small percentage given year, but it's a, it's a fluctuating percentage where people get surprised and saying, wait a second, why did I get caught in the AMT? And then their accountant says, well, because you donated too much money to charity or because your medical expenses were too high. And so I have all sorts of uh, examples of retired school teachers whose late husband passed away and the business was sold under duress, so they had a loss and they couldn't take that loss. So they are, their, their pensions are now taxed at a higher level. Um, there was one gentleman we, we got a hold of who um, he invested in his son's company, a half a million dollars, which was most of his retirement wealth, and the company went under. And so then he had his loss but couldn't take it. So then his Social Security and other investment income and his retirement was taxed. And so this is really a tax creep of the middle class. And it's such small amount of money right now. It's only $6 million to the state. But the compliance cost is really high for people that they pay CPAs and attorneys to take care of this. So now is the time to get rid of this thing forever and make it that there's only six um, five states with an AMT, not six. We get Wisconsin out of the category, or oh, the same category as California, who also has it. Yeah, you've done much in the legislature over the last several years to bring it down to six million, six point seven million dollars in uh, revenue. Again, uh, the wealth tax, so to speak, is really hitting hard middle income earners, people who can't uh, find uh, qualified accountants or pay for them in their time to comply with this sort of stuff and find ways around it. Uh, so you're just really hitting disproportionately. The 
the middle class in all of this anyway. If you want to get into the class structure, it's not fair to begin with. It's as you say, it doesn't matter how much wealth you have. It's a second income tax. And as Todd Berry from the Wisconsin Taxpayers Alliance has said in uh, previous discussions about this, you know, the the tax system in Wisconsin should be equipped to handle that now. It doesn't need a second income tax to do it. But this attempt now to end the uh, AMT um, goes before the Joint Finance Committee next week. It's part of a a full omnibus package, correct? Uh, Is there support for this? Will this be the the death knell of the AMT in Wisconsin? Well, this has been a lesson in political pragmatism because at one point in time, this AMT was supposed to be greater than $100 million a year in Wisconsin. And I knew, my colleagues knew, that are also passionate about this, that if we let the fiscal note on this AMT get that high, that it was very unlikely we'd ever get rid of it. So we've been taking some measures every two years in our other tax reforms to get this fiscal note to a point where it's manageable. And now's the time where we could do it. So in the package that Senator Markline put up through the state Senate and the package I put up through the Assembly, um, it had it, it was in there. And so now the sausage is being made behind closed doors, and the rumor is, is that it would not be in there. Now, I know Speaker Voss is supportive of getting rid of it. Every single 64 Republicans in the Assembly are uh, supportive of getting rid of it, uh, or at least no one's opposed from what I heard. I don't know a single state senator who's come out uh, very vocally, publicly, and said, we can't do this. So I'm going to push on, now is the time. I know the things I hear is like, oh, it's bad politics. You know what? Because the the process has taken the governor's income tax cuts out and used that for other purposes, we would have $600 more in education spending for every dollar in income tax cuts if we do this. I mean, I don't think the politics is, is bad. I think now is the time to get rid of this. And we need to show that Wisconsin is continuing to reform our income taxes to show good faith because we're still in a really bad spot in income taxes. There's a lot more work to do. But this this move would send a signal through business uh, investors and retirees and young professionals that Wisconsin is serious about lowering taxes from the middle class by getting rid of the AMT today. State Representative Dale Coinga joins us. He has a way to pay for the elimination of the alternative minimum tax as well. This isn't just something that is uh, a cost to taxpayers, ultimately, if um, the plan goes into effect. We'll talk about that in a moment. Can you stick around for just a couple more minutes on the other side of the break? Yeah, absolutely. All right, appreciate it. Again, State Representative Dale Coenga talking about the alternative minimum tax. Uh, Not much of it left, but it is still very much impacting the middle class. Those who find themselves in difficult situations, uh, and there are many of them in taxing situations. Stick around. More to come on the Dan Connery Show with yours truly, Kittle, on News Talk 1310 WIBA. Now, more blue-collar common sense with Dan Conry on 1310 WIBA. 
Your 27 storm track forecast from meteorologist Brandon Bormans today. Really, this is all about whether Joel the Hammer Finkelman will be able to golf today because that's what the weather really is truly all about. He he has a golf date before he has to get into the craziness that is uh, Badger game day, and so he's really counting on a good forecast. So let's check and see if Joel will be golfing today. He will. Partly to mostly sunny, a bit breezy and cooler. High of 72. Tonight, clear and cool. Good sleeping weather. Low of about 49. And tomorrow, sunny, a high of 73. In fact, the holiday weekend looks real nice. Saturday, sunny to partly sunny and warmer, a high of 76. Sunday, mostly sunny, warm, high of 81. We're back into the mid-80s, perhaps, on Labor Day. Mostly to partly sunny, with a few pop-up evening showers or thunderstorms uh, possible. What do we have right now? What is it, about 61? we got 61 in Madison? Yeah, yeah, it's somewhere in there. We're, we're starting to ease on up. So, depends on Joel's tea time, but I think he'll be fine. Maybe a cardigan sweater this morning. You know he loves the cardigan sweater. Um, Before we get into how you pay for what uh, State Representative Dale Coanga would like to do, and that's eliminate this alternative minimum tax in the state of Wisconsin. Again, Wisconsin is one of six states with this alternate the basically a second uh, income tax. Um, there was a, a question from a caller, Dale, and I think I can generically answer it, but I think you can more specifically answer it. Uh, they were wondering what the threshold is in terms of income as it relates to the AMT and when that kicks in. There's really no threshold. It, it depends on a bunch of different factors. So you can't say a dollar amount. Like, oh, it definitely kicks in at this amount. Um, there is an exemption amount, and it's one of the things that has not been indexed. I don't know that off the top of my head. But, um, yeah, it, it, it varies uh, anywhere from my, off the top of my head to like forty, forty-five, fifty thousand dollars $50,000, depending on your circumstances. Yeah, it can hit people, as I understand it, in the $50,000 range, depending on your circumstances. Again, a lot of things are, you know, uh, tied into this when the AMT kicks in. And as you said earlier in the conversation, if you are a middle-income earner and you have a lot of health care debt as so many middle-income earners have, and we're going to get a little bit more into that uh, coming up later on in the program, but you can be hit by this AMT, correct? I mean, you could be making sixty, seventy thousand $70,000 a year and have to pay off a lot of medical debt, and that's when this tax kicks in and you're hit with, uh, with uh, higher costs. Well, yeah, because that's how the tax code works. The tax code, because politicians want it that way, say, hey, we want to give you lower taxes for donating to charity. Another thing they want to give you lower taxes for is when you have high medical expenses. And by the way, some people are in that category because of the Affordable Care Act, where they're paying more out of their pocket. So at the federal level, with the AMT in particular, it says, oh, you could take that as what they call an itemized deduction. You could take that as a to lower your income. But then what they do is they say, oh, but you have the AMT. So then it negates the certain itemized deduction. So, yeah, really uh, it's a tax where you do what you think the government wants you to do. You're more likely to pay the alternative minimum tax if you have family. You're more likely to pay if you have kids. You're more likely to pay if you're married. And so um, I, I'm not I'm one that would transition to say, oh, for crying out loud, we don't have to promote marriage in our tax code, but for at least let's not penalize it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And that's what this is doing. It's penalizing marriage. It's penalizing having kids. It's a government-sanctioned uh, bait-and-switch, is what it sounds like. Exactly. Which is why I go back to earlier in the conversation. I said it's politicians creating a uh, tax code, um, whether it be for press releases or to meet certain objectives, and then on the back end saying, yeah, but we just can't depart with that revenue. And that's what the AMT represents. All right. That's why it's so disingenuous. Yeah. $6.7 million is a... It's a lot of money to you and I and to everybody listening out there, I would presume, unless Bill Gates is tuned in, and hell, you never know. Uh, but $6.7 million is pittance. It's a drop in the bucket. It's 1%, basically, less than that, of the overall tax revenue that's, uh, that's coming in. Yet, um, I mean, the question is, $6.7 million here and $6.7 million there starts to add up. But how do you pay for this? Uh, because if you take that revenue away, then that can't be revenue for, you know, somewhere else in the, the, the massive government. Yeah, so in Wisconsin, the, the budget has, in our Constitution, is introduced by the governor. And that's not the case in every state. Some states, it's from the legislature, but in Wisconsin, the budget's introduced from the governor. So over the course of my time on joint finance, I've been pretty used to trying to uh, find ways to uh, cut taxes. So we found that billion dollars at UW the one year. We've mm-hmm. had economic growth. But other ways we always look at it is either other other reforms we could do in the tax code that are fair and conservative and help pay for these other reforms. And so Senator Markland and myself, uh, CPAs, um, are very familiar with the tax code, and, and Wisconsin has this very, very strange provision, which was really not a big issue historically, but it's becoming a bigger issue. And the reason this is becoming a bigger issue is because Wisconsin has always been a high-tax state, and then relative to other states, they've been lower taxes. Well, now Wisconsin's lowering our tax burden, while other states like California, New York, Illinois, are raising their tax burden. So the reason I mention that is that the Wisconsin tax code says, hey, if you have a business in California and you have a business in Wisconsin, if California raises their taxes, we will allow you to take a credit dollar for dollar to reduce your tax liability in Wisconsin. Now, what that should be is just simply a a deduction or expense, not a dollar for dollar credit. And the reason it shouldn't be a dollar for dollar credit is because essentially what Wisconsin tax policy says is it says that, oh, don't worry about that. We'll subsidize California's increase in taxes. We'll subsidize New York's increase in taxes. And so putting an end to that and treating that like most states treat that as simply a deduction creates actually more revenue than what the AMT reduction would do. So that's what we proposed. Um, unfortunately, I think they took that idea, and their are leans are taking that idea for, for other um, other priorities, um, although it is in the tax cut realm still, and not using it for the AMT repeal. And and my point is, is like, listen, we, we created a, a fix here that fixes this over here. Let's follow through. Let's fix both these issues. We have plenty of money to get rid of the AMT, and then also not like I, I worry about this, but some people are, is the lefties cry that, you know, we're cutting taxes for the rich or they want to cry we're trying to tax for the middle class, which is more accurate, then uh, we have a way to say, hey, this is actually, you know, just shifting things around in the tax code. We're not diverting money from other priorities. Are you suggesting that lawmakers, politicians, would take savings from one uh tax credit cut and put it somewhere else, spend it somewhere. Dale, I can't believe it. Knock me over with a feather. <laughs> yeah, in their defense, so I mean, it's not like 
the proposal out there is that they're they're taking it and spending it on uh, widgets. Um, mm-hmm. There's actually a strong effort out there to, and I'm supportive of this as well, to eliminate or uh, exempt a big partial of personal property tax. It's another tax that's very unique to Wisconsin. So, um, you know, I'm not going to say that the other Republicans were going to spend it, but um, I think that in a larger reform, I think this would be a better place for the reform um, we still do stuff on personal property tax, so um, I'm just saying, hey, hey, we uh, we we looked at the tax code, we found a way to pay for it. Let's do the same team now. Time to do it. All right. Well, thank you so much for the time. I appreciate it. It's it's an important issue in in the main, in general, because if Wisconsin really does want to be a state that is cutting taxes and being a place that's open for business, this is one of those areas, I think, that would send a powerful message. You folks deal with tax stuff on the Joint Finance Committee next week on Tuesday, is it, or Wednesday? On Tuesday. I think Tuesday is going to be the day where we're going to probably be voting on Foxconn Tuesday, Wednesday. We'll be voting on transportation issues, uh, tax issues. So this thing's coming and getting wrapped up. We're moving forward. And I would just say overall, I mean, conservatives should be very, very proud of this budget once again. It is amazing how far we've come over the last seven years. And we have not arrived at any destination. It's going to take more years to unravel decades of socialism in Madison and Madison folks pushing that out in the state policy throughout the state, but man, we're making a lot of progress. We want to keep going that direction. All right. Well, good luck with that, and uh, Godspeed. Thanks so much for your time. Yeah, thanks for your work. Take care. That is State Representative Dale Coenga, uh, who has, along with Howard Markline, authored a bill that would get rid of this uh, alternative minimum tax, often called the wealth tax, but hitting the middle class more and more. 